0: Hey,
1: what's up? It's your girl, Dr. J, your board certified internal medicine and sports medicine physician and fitness coach. Welcome to the Reinventing Fitness Podcast where we change the game on what it means to be fit. We believe in holistic fitness, which not only includes your physical, but also your mental, emotional, spiritual, relational, and financial fitness. We go through the mindset work to help you become holistically fit. Now, let's get it. Up, it's your girl Dr. J, and we have another episode today on the Reinventing Fitness podcast. So today I'm going to talk about part A of my habit formula because I believe that before you even start the negotiation process, it is it is important to understand yourself. It is important to understand your beliefs. Because that all plays into a part in the negotiation process. And understanding your beliefs is a habit. I believe it is truly a habit. So that is why I have created the habit formula to help professional women of color learn how to audaciously negotiate. So. Uh, I spoke about part um, H of the habit formula, which is healthy mindset. Today, we're going to get into A of the habit formula, which is affirming in a new belief. So I remember while going through my professional training,
0: I was scared to lose myself because I saw that
1: the way that my profession was going, that was a possibility. I saw that there was this overworking culture within my profession that I really did not want to be a part of. There was a self-sacrificial culture that I did not want to be a part of. So I was really trying not to lose myself. And I really enjoyed become, uh, I, I really enjoyed being a physician, and I was wondering, how could I not lose myself? And how can I still love what I do? Because I did love seeing patients, but it was the work culture
0: that really had me frustrated and overwhelmed. So
1: I was thinking, all right, well, what am I going to do after my professional training? And I was thinking, all right, well, what do I love to do? I love fitness. I love running. So I decided that I was going to do a sports medicine fellowship. And that way I can talk about things that I love talking about it that I love talking about. So I wouldn't have to feel overwhelmed all the time. So I decided to embark on that. And while going through my sports medicine training, I thought that I wanted to be a WMPA sports medicine physician. And I initially, after I graduated from fellowship, I was looking for D1 university to work for so I can work my way up. Right. And I was like, okay, well, this is the way that, you know, I can still love what I do and um,
0: not be overwhelmed by it. And I thought that's what I wanted. But then the pandemic hit, and You know, with, in, in midst the pandemic,
1: I was graduating from fellowship, and there were no jobs within my specialty. Like it just shut down. It completely shut down down.
0: And I was like, I don't understand how I spent so many years 15 years to get
1: to the uh, to get to this point and now I can't find a job? Like what what is happening? So, you know, and I believe that that was all for a reason because during that time, it really, it made me think about what I truly, truly wanted.
0: And I realized that, you know, I didn't really want to be a WMBA sports medicine physician.
1: I had the time to think, and I was like, I really don't want to do that, but I want to work in my career where I have flexibility. And this is like the first time that this, that, the, that this, I even thought of something like this because my profession was so rigid. So I just assumed that posture that, okay, well, I do all these steps. I go to medical school, residency, fellowship. WNBA physician. And I thought that I had to assume this rigid posture, but what I truly wanted, I wanted flexibility. I wanted to be free. And I was like, how am I going to do that as a physician? (laughs) Because I just only know this regimented way of doing things. And because I could not find a job in the midst of the pandemic, it forced
0: me to take on a job as a travel physician. Now, I used to travel a lot when I was younger. I was really blessed with the opportunity to
1: be able to travel with my parents and Traveling is very nostalgic to me because that is one of the ways that my family and I got to bond with each other as a young child. And I have so many great memories from traveling. So I decided to become a travel physician. And my thought was, I'm just going to do this for a short period of time. And then I'm going to go ahead and look for a job within my profession when the market opens back up, because right now it is shut
0: down. And throughout The journey of becoming
1: a travel physician, I realized that
0: I was also able to have better connection with my patients, the people that I serve. It felt... Very
1: genuine, and it felt like I was supposed to be there. Like it didn't feel forced. And at the same time, I myself had the flexibility that I
0: wanted, and I was traveling. So, for one of the very few times in my professional life,
1: I was having my needs met and I was also serving the needs of the people that I I serve within my profession.
0: And it just felt very, very right. Because I was not in a place where I felt like I was
1: sacrificing myself, like it felt that I can have what I want and I can also serve other people at the same time, which is beautiful. So I'm serving myself
0: and I'm also serving them. Whereas before I always felt like it was, I always, it always has to be at the expense of me. And so what I realized is that I can have both. I can serve my needs and I can
1: also serve the needs of my patient, which is beautiful. Like I don't have to be
0: in a self-sacrificial state all the time. But it all started by affirming a new belief that I can have a career that allows me to be flexible and free and have a career that I enjoy, it started with that belief. And because
1: it started with that new belief, I was able to find joy in my career again. And so you're probably like, what does this have to do with negotiating? It has everything to do with negotiating because when you're asking for anything, you need to know what you want. You need to know who you are. You're not just asking from a place of just asking,
0: but you are very clear on who you are and what you value not just as a profession professional but just as a human being so that was a really a groundbreaking moment for me to actually believe that i can have a flexible career
1: and actually you know what i couldn't even say i actually I truly believed it, but it's I stated to myself like, you know what? I really want to be flexible. Like that's what I
0: truly want. And like when I said it, it was shocking because I
1: never thought that I could be flexible within my profession. And I realized that having flexibility in my life is truly important
0: to me. And it impacts the way that I show up at work. It really does. So because I had, you know, I would say the courage to even state what I truly wanted, it has allowed me to show up in a different way at work where I can fully, fully, fully serve the people that I serve within my profession, and it's it's
1: beautiful it's really beautiful to have your needs met and also serve the needs of the people within your profession and uh, you know, I'm not unicorn, but this is all possible for you too. I think sometimes we are afraid for we are afraid. Of seeing what we truly
0: want from our careers. We're afraid of that. And I was afraid of that too. Number one, I didn't even think it was possible. I truly didn't even think it was possible. But I knew that is what I wanted. and. I wrote it down in my journal. I stated
1: it. I'm like, this is what I really, really want. This is truly what I want for my career. And knowing that is important when you're, knowing what you truly want from your career is important when you get to any negotiation table, like truly, truly in your heart of hearts, because when you know what you truly want in your heart of hearts,
0: that is going To drive you, that is your driver. When you are scared, when you are nervous for asking what you want, deep down
1: inside, you know what you truly, truly want in your heart of hearts. And that is what is going to drive you. That is going to help you push past the fear. The nervousness, the anxiety, when you're asking for what you want because negotiation is scary. It is. I'm not going to lie to you. It is very, very scary. <laughs> I'm still scared when I negotiate. Like, oh, I can't. I can't believe I asked that. But I've taken the time to understand what I truly, truly want. And when you know
0: what you truly want, when you know what truly serves your needs, you can now show up to serve the needs of the people within your
1: profession, whoever you are called to serve. For me, it's my patience.
0: But because I have served my needs from knowing what I truly want I can fully
1: show up to serve the needs of my patients. And I think that is key to knowing that at the negotiation table. So when you are within your profession, you don't feel like you're, 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 you're overworking or being overwhelmed by your work. All right. So I hope you found this helpful. If you are a professional woman of color who is feeling overwhelmed by work or wants to know how to negotiate so that you can have the life and career that you want, please feel free to click the decision call link that is in my bio so we can have a consultation call together. Also, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at MedFitDO. That's M-E-D-F-I-T-D-O. The link is also in my bio. And please feel free to share this with another professional woman. Let's get the word out here. My goal is to help us negotiate audaciously, but there are some steps that we must do beforehand before we even get to that point. All right. All right. Well, I will catch you next time. Peace out. Bye.